listen to hair on. From hair on, I'm listening to hair on. Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still gotta keep the world together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still kicking facts up under pressure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still hello, 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 and thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast. I am your host, Corey Robertson, alongside my sound man extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And we in the house for episode 124. Yeah, welcome back. Yes, yo. Thank you for joining us, yo. I want to give a shout out to uh, Crystal Lynn Bailey and the Bailey sisters, hey. yo. Strong black women doing strong things in their community, yo. What's up, Crystal? Yeah, man, yo. Got to make sure that you keep keep the, the long times and Ebony. on the airways. Yeah, Crystal and Ebony. Um and their younger sister. Even though I've never actually met Ebony, so that's kind of weird. But you know, yo, but see when you do big things, when you do big things, you know what I mean. People know your name. True, this is true. That's right, and that's what that's it is. Right. And we're joined again by our longtime friend Tyler Perez. Welcome again, sir. What's going on, Tyler? What up, everybody? How y'all doing? Chilling, man. And so yeah, man, the long-awaited Wandavision finale happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to jump right that into that. Dope. That's the first thing, because that's what I've been watching. Okay. It was dope. But yeah, man, did you guys catch the finale? Yeah, yeah, I finished up. So yeah, man, it, there was a lot of theories. A lot of theories did not pan out. Facts. Um, I I enjoyed the finale. Um, I didn't feel any of the closure that I expected. <laughs> <laughs> But that's it's fine. Sudden. It was it was well done. Um, what kind of closure were you expecting? That I didn't, didn't understand what happened to Scarlet Witch at the end. I expected to be there to be a little bit more closure. What happened with her and her family? We know what happened to Vision. Mm-hmm. Still, very much don't know what happened to her sons. Well, Still, don't yeah, fully understand what happened. What she was doing at the end of the final post-credit scene. From what I know, I mean, of she was trading. At, least, you know at least their movies, from what I know of recent, they seem to like leaving shit off like that. From <laughs> well, in general, they, well, <laughs> like that's, no, 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 no. So what these? So what you usually will get is good setup. Yeah, not a lack of closure, and that's one thing that Marvel's been really good about doing is ending their movies with closure, but at the same time setting up so well the next whatever progression is coming yeah. that you you, it, you still end with that same desire to 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 catch what the next mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, feature yeah. is yeah in this one i was very much conflicted in like i didn't understand because i was expecting to see more how it tied into um uh, Doctor Strange. Like I was expecting yeah, that, that was, to be brought to a that, very. I, thought, I, I was like, "Oh, you motherfuckers talking about there's a link to Doctor Strange." The only link it's is like very a title drop. <laughs> it's very it's tangential. Like a title drop. Mm. And there was but, a little bit of. I did notice that in that postcard. And so, spoilers. We're talking about it. Um, my earmuffs. In the uh, in that post credit scene with Wanda, I did notice that the. So I'm not sure if she had split herself into two so that she can yes so so that she can train and live mm-hmm. simultaneously. She's pulling a Doctor Manhattan. So that's that's baller. That's baller. But or I feel like I did that's notice, an Like I did notice. Like okay, the half that she had separated that was training was did very much look like she was going through a similar training as Doctor Strange was mm-hmm. when he was trying to. It also reminded me of. Um, <clears throat> it's also similarly how the the uh, end of the. Edward Norton Hulk ended. Mm-hmm. It was like it was the same thing. How it, it was sort of like the zoom in from a forest, and he was training the Hulk thing, and he opened his eyes, and he was the Hulk. So yeah. I thought that was like a, a call back to that as well. Yeah. yeah. So that, but I didn't. I didn't. I'm not exact. So is where does the Scarlet Witch stand in relation to the Sorceress Supreme? Where does she stand in relation to Doctor Strange? And at this point. I guess at this point in the timeline, Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme. Because mm-hmm. so, they dropped that title, so presumably. So, oh yeah, yeah, because this is after they've already met and after the events of uh, after the events stuff. of the of the blip. So mm-hmm. we know that it's it's post him taking over that role. Um, Agatha, Agatha Harkness is still up in the air. She's she's now mentally trapped in that that land, but she's. <laughs> 
in no way, shape, or form. Like what we've realized is that the people who are stuck in that in in the hex, they all of their past is still there, mm-hmm. and it just has to be unlocked. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so it it definitely ended with a lot of questions. Um, as I said, I did enjoy it. I would have. Some of the, I, I think a lot of the expectation, expectations I had were created by the community, so I can't hold it against them that it didn't fulfill those things. Yeah, I thought, and, I, and that and that's one thing that that I'm probably not going to do again is indulge so heavily in community fanfare during the exposition of the of the season because it's I've I found it to be kind of a negative impact because it was really good. Like objectively, I enjoyed it, but at the same time, I didn't get the satisfaction I wanted from it, and I think it was probably because of what I did, ancillary to the actual consumption of the of of, of the season. I don't know. I thought I, I'm not. I, I don't know. Um, uh, when I was talking with Otto earlier today, um, uh, we were t- me and we were talking about it with Dominique, and she also she was very confused about the ending, but I was like. And I'm confused how people. It, it seemed fairly clear to me what happened to the kids until the post credit scene. And then and I had my own theories about that. But it's like I don't know. I felt like it was pretty obvious. They were like they were created by magic. So when she dispelled the spell, they disappeared. They don't didn't <laughs> exist anymore. See, this is the thing. So they they went out of their way to prove, or not to prove, but to insinuate to us that the things inside the hex have a material origin. Mm-hmm. Right, so and her that's kids why... being born could not be solely of magic. Now, vision was an exception because visions visions entity was created from magic from the Infinity Stone that resided within her, and so vision's existence inside of the hex was slightly different. And which is interesting how he ended up defeating White Vision. I love that. I loved it. I loved it. Was, that it scene. was a callback to I, in I'm the beginning when they I were like, that um, scene a, lot, a lot. And the, the whole time they're like, oh man, you're really good with these computers. It's like you can, you, it's like you speak their language. And I love that he defeated the other vision by a conversation. That, and it, uh, that was it, really it, dope by, to me. by introducing a philosophical quandary into his, into his uh, Bruh, mainframe. I ain't vision, son. But, I'm, a, I'm like a copy. No, but even more deeply, it <laughs> was, was indicative lit. of what was happening in the story. To him, so yeah, absolutely. What, what ended up happening is, is that I think that White Vision realized that, wait, if I'm actually made from the actual remains of Vision, then I'm more Vision mm-hmm. than this figment of the imagination. And that is what cued Vision into realizing. And that's why at the end he was asking Wanda, what am I? Mm-hmm. What am I? Like I, I'm clearly not the old Vision. And then that's when he, re- when she revealed that he was the the personification of of the magic that was left in her by the mind stone. So that I thought was that that was awesome. Yeah, that was and a great. I, and wrap what up. I and once again another question: Did White Vision go off to destroy himself? Because I feel like that's the he... only thing that they that they left. I feel like that was the only what what's going on thing for me is what happened to him because he's just always because, like, all right, guys, I'm so out. Did he, and you never did, see him did again. Did he maintain his his adherence to his programming and destroy the destroy the vision, which he realized he was the vision, and so he has to no, destroy himself. I feel more like or, that he broke free completely, and he's, he's he's what vision do to yeah, him. Yeah, after he saw his memories, he said, "I am the vision," and then you know he's like, Go "Why am I to listening live. to these people?" Hmm. Pretty much. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that it's kind of open to either of those interpretations. I, I think, mean, it could, but I, I feel, it, it, I don't know. Um, it would be weird to go through all that setup and then just have him disappear or as he flew Only the because air. I don't know how he fits into the rest of yeah, the Yeah, but MCU. you got to wait for that. You got to okay. wait for that. You're right. You got to wait for that. <laughs> You're not that, supposed to know One yet. thing I will absolutely acquiesce <laughs> in that is I am not as creative as Kevin Feige and the rest of the Marvel creators. I, mean, to be I am fair, not as creative as To those be fair, it's a team of the motherfuckers. That's what I'm saying. The Marvel just creators. But, um, but I, I really loved it. And I, I, I think um another link, well, this is just you know, theory, but... Another link to the like I think the kids were made out of magic and they but they didn't go away they went to another timeline or another fucking yeah another fucking okay oh but back to what I, the shit. reason why I, I I commented on that is because that they went out of their way to establish that the things inside of the of the uh, hex are are act, have material origins so where did the material origins of those children come from if not 
from her actually within the hex going through a biological pregnancy, albeit very accelerated. Right. And my other theory would be magic. Hmm. But I guess I get I get that. No, but, that's I, I, but I think that that's what they're but... trying to say is that magic can't make something out of nothing. It needs but to take it from somewhere I think else. that's what Agatha so was saying, that from? she's a scarlet witch and chaos magic can spawn things out of nothing. A true creation. Yeah, she didn't make a mention of that. Hmm, okay. We'll see where they go with it. You're right. I don't know. But I, I, don't I think, know. I think um, uh... they're definitely staying, though. Like, they did such a good job um, with uh, uh, Speed and Wiccan. I was like, man, with with her two um, kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, bruh. Well, I'm familiar with the names, but probably like, most people aren't. I, I love, um, like, the Halloween episode when they were in their costumes, yeah. bro. I was like, oh, my God. It's so amazing. I went the and when the, with the kick-ass reference too, that was all. That whole Halloween Halloween episode was, was amazing. They they did a really good Super job dope. once again. Um, like the like the uh, the the other Marvel TV shows that have been within this corner of the MCU, because you know there's other Marvel TV shows that we will not mention. Yeah, but um, <laughs> these that Marvel are not TV actually shows, made by Marvel Studios. <laughs> yeah, and and like the Mandalorian, they show a certain quality of production. That is is definitely cut above the rest. Like it's that new man. Like yeah. I I read somewhere that they said that they were trying to emulate the production of the Mandalorian. Or not, I didn't read it. I didn't read. Well, it. I mean, they, they, I you would be a fool not, not to, take, to absolutely not to take at least like hints. Yeah. And and I believe and Mandalorian lessons. was the first streaming program to uh, hit number one on Nielsen ratings. So nice. you know, it, it, like a lot of things are going to be taking cues from how really Mandalorian good. did things. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? For WandaVision, I'm taking notes here because I realized that I would be subject to spoilers because I just have not made time yet. So I'm going to get into it still eventually Speaking and check of it out. Spoilers that end with the scroll, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And like what I'm looking forward to, I don't know if they're making a sword movie because I haven't seen anything in the slate for it. Uh-oh, sort of will be involved. Movie? I don't know if they'll have their own dedicated but movie. But I feel yet. like they need a series or something, man. But I just don't think it's going to be this In this cycle. phase, yeah, yeah. Next cycle, because S.W.O.R.D. is firmly established in the, the cosmic realm of the MCU. Yeah, so they gotta I, I love how they're dropping little A lot little, of their shit is still Earth-based. It. It's still Earth-based. So I feel like once they move... Once they move more centered into the cosmos, yeah, I think they they said that do something this with next because phase they can... they're going mostly with magic and more. They wanted to ground yeah. everything and then move into the more fantastical. Ooh, oh man, I really love this idea. So yeah, if they establish now the magical realm and then in the next phase, it's a combination of everything they've been doing with the terrestrial base, the cosmos, and the magic realm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like Ooh. that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see because I, I don't know shit about Eternals and I'm gonna keep it that way because I didn't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. Isn't and there I was a new just Mutants like, um, movie or was they, it? I mean, you Mutants seen, movie came you out. Didn't watch no, no, there's Guardians another one the by Fox. No, but uh, you're, you're yes. There's something else I'm referencing. Oh, oh, you mean a new movie mutants? involving mutants? Yeah, or something of that nature. No, I didn't, I don't, I didn't, I didn't look this up. Guardians I just kind of got kind of tied up in the conversation, no. but I'll, I'll look it up and mention it next time. Um. Because I don't want to take too much time away from it. But, yeah, there's definitely something else coming up that, that was recently announced that I that I want to say is, is a is a new use of mutants in the MCU. But, Teenage anyway. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Because they, they just Teenage got those Mutant rights. Ninja Turtle comics. Those shits are crazy, bro. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics are, yeah. are really good. Okay, Last Ronin. Yeah, yeah. You should check them out if you're a fan. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Fucking MCU Last has round. so much potential right now, man. Yeah. So much potential. Hey, Guardians man, of the Galaxy. What, was, what were you saying about that? That's oh, I was soon. saying that I um I hadn't read the comics. Okay. So I didn't know anything about them when the movie came out. So I was just like, oh fuck it, I'm not I'm not gonna bother learning anything. I'm just yeah. I'm just gonna see what you guys got. And I love you, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, so you know, I'm looking yeah, forward to no, doing the same Guardians thing of the Galaxy Eternals. comics are nowhere near. That's one of the times where the comics definitely doesn't don't match up to the movies. Okay. Well, the movies to be are way fair, how old that's they? specifically why they were reinventing. Yeah. you know what I mean. When did they come the out? Do you guys know about? They're when from the seventies. They? They're okay. like they're 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 pretty old. And they were kind of throwaways. The 70s. Yeah, they were sort of throwaways. Back they were back. like Marvel D list. Then they Marvel D list. They revamped it up. That's cool. That's what I mean. That's always what what that's the thing to do. You take uh, because those those when you have a catalog that deep. Yes, yeah, when you have a catalog that deep. And you you can't take risks like yeah. that. Then you characters that nobody's using the D listers, the C listers, 
they'll they'll uh, they'll authorize you permission to use them for stuff much yeah. more likely than they would for like their top three. Yeah, and, and it's just and that's purely administrative. Like mm-hmm. if you come to an administrator and say, "Hey, I have a project." With a established IP that I want to yeah. revamp. Yo, let me or write this dope Batman with, story. Or, or if you come with them with a with a new project with a new IP that they're going to have to establish, <laughs> they're, like, hey, they're absolutely uh, going to take gold the former and not the latter. So, uh, absolutely. And try the thing out this is, boost the gold first. Is that with once again their catalog is so deep that honestly you could do that by time you finish doing that with the X Men catalog of characters. Yeah, you'll be you. It'll be time to do it again. Mm-hmm. You'll have to go back to the beginning because it's already been 10, 12 years since you've had a, a fresh series with one of your original characters. Type Pretty of thing. much, man. That's cool. Yeah, it, it, it's, it. it's good money, man. They got they they have and a lot of leeway. I'm entertained. Um, they also have a good model. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like letting Kevin Feige pilot that ship and having a creator as also the head makes a big difference. Like as soon as he got it taken away from Mike No, no, you're 100% right. And I just want to interject real quick because I want to expand that conversation. I think that they took a real risk using Absolutely. the comments, the, using the comics as such a small inspiration for the movies. Oh. Because that was That's a, a risk. That's a good point, yeah. Because That's they did not hold close to the comics at all. Mm-mm. Whatsoever, they the took comics a few are pieces, but insinuations mm-mm. at best yeah. to their storylines, yeah, and that was a risk because they could have fucked that up because the comics <laughs> are the established IP, yeah. not what they were choosing to do. Yeah, and they stuck it. I, I would say that they stuck the yeah, landing on it. Yeah, but boy, was that a risk. That was that was my favorite thing. Like I love quirky ideas. Like if you can stick the landing, and I thought they they delivered, man. Yeah, they delivered. I I I'm, I really want to see more of Agnes though. Like uh, shout out I to did. Catherine I wanted way Hahn. more from Agnes. You know what I mean? Um, I was very disappointed in their. Portrayal it's actually of not Agnes, her honestly. first time working with Marvel. She was actually the voice of female Doc Ock from the animated. Oh, um, she's Olivia. Olivia. Uh, Olivia. Octavius. Yeah, yeah, Olivia Octavius from I don't know um, about the female Doc. No, my uh, friends uh, call me uh, Liv. Uh, my enemies <laughs> call me Doc. Ah, <laughs> yes, that's uh, her. Absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, yeah man, she 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 killed it this season. She did a, a super dope job. Yeah, dude, I, I I'm a big fan of hers just as an actress. Um, she's always she always puts I she always puts forth a good so performance. much energy, man. Um, yeah, but I damn. I definitely thought that uh they didn't utilize her character well in the the writing. Mm. Personally, um, especially because of how. And, and once again, this is not because of how they establish her. It's because of how the comic books establish Agatha Harkness. <laughs> and I'm just like, nah, B, that wouldn't. Agatha Harkness in the comic books would have definitely put forth a way better fight. And and I thought that they were establishing her to be a very uh, dynamic villain. But man, I, I think she kind of the it was well uh, it was well uh, animated, but I didn't think that there was much depth to the witch fight that they went through okay. i was like okay and 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 you know even though at the end uh scarlet witch broke out the 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 runes in the that sky was i was like all right that was kind of hard i do like that was very that was, that was very anime-ish that was very anime-ish I, when oh you right they're like throwing wall? the um throwing the the energy yeah. randomly oh you think they're random it was like i was actually carving something out this whole time the funny one, <laughs> yeah, she's like oh you write runes on walls I was like i write runes in the sky I like, nigga I eat like a that. dick I like where you would go with this. <laughs> yeah, that shit was hard. I would give her it, that. It was cool. I, they had some pretty good moments there. I like that little moment between um, Monica Rambeau and um, uh, the kids where they were stopping the bullets. Yeah. Yo, those kids are OP, son. Like, They're nerfed them OP. kids, my G. Like, but this dude just, like, put like they, all, them, all them to sleep. I, the, the, those kids' mastery of their powers made me feel like they were... They were something else. There's something up with them kids for That's sure. That's what I'm saying. There's something up with them for sure, for and sure. The, and, and the How they like aged themselves up. Like, come on, son. Nigga, the, 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 the storyline behind them that they can that they're drawing from is insinuating something very much different you know what i mean and so yeah. i'm just like if they do that that's crazy don't worry that's why they put that little teaser of them calling out for their mom in the post credit season you know and that's what what I mean? what, once again you know what i mean that's we know they they're not you gone there. hook you in there but you but, okay but that's what i'm saying like we know they're not gone you said they were gone they're not gone nigga. No, no 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 i said that they were made out of magic and that they but if they're made out of magic wouldn't they be gone once you dispel the illusion well, gone state. from this reality. Yeah, like they're in a They didn't like go back into nothingness. I'm sure that's... What, that's here's my theory. Okay, okay. here's my theory. Give me the theory, nigga. Give me the theory. My theory is that you know how Wanda's magic works, right? What she wants happens. The chaos magic. Right? She knows she has to dispel them, but she doesn't want to lose her kid. 
that one percent chance or that improbability of them remaining alive based, yeah. can keep them alive in another. As long as there exists a probability, then that's that's where that's where my theory is of them going. Yes, they disappeared out of this realm, but yeah, they're somewhere dimension. because she doesn't ultimately. So want that's similar to, to what happened in the them. comics, but that probability when it was realized would. It was realized as oh they were pieces of the devil really, so that's why they grant really some like was, because that's the thing is that it, even though there's a probability there, there's something that happens that causes the probability to exist <laughs> and that's what it's like Ooh, okay that's so gonna what be, is that thing that's causing yo, that probability that would, to exist that could tie into both Mephisto and that's, Doctor and Strange that's what they're saying and multiverses of madness that would be lit I'm with it or Dormammu because I don't I'm know if they want to I don't know if they're going to bring Mephisto in because of how controversial that true, IP is but it might bring Dormammu in true because they could be pieces of Dormammu trying to get back at the at the at humans for what Doctor also, Strange did to him th- this is another thing that they like to do that whenever a superpower appears that. The rest of the universe is now aware of it, so more powerful yeah. forces start moving. Yeah. So by her, <laughs> by her realizing or manifesting that crown of the Scarlet Witch, you know what I mean? That can put other forces into and, uh, and into that's clearly right how now. they operate because yeah. that's how Agatha Harkness became aware of Scarlet of Wanda in the first place. Is she sensed like, the, the powerful magics that she had woven to create the Westview anomaly, and that's what drew her to that point. Now, the manifestation of the Scarlet Witch is about to draw even more powerful I, beings to that I, point. I love the way how they weave that in. Like, good job. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, their hands were tied quite a bit with the character and everything, but they did a really good job of, of like, pulling it together. I like that. Yeah, they definitely... I'm, I'm super glad that they didn't decide to stick with that sitcom uh, trope, like, <laughs> as the overarching... Uh, yeah, that was just uh, a storytelling theme. device, which yeah, is really nice. Yeah, for the whole it's season, super to clever. I needed to get out of that. Yeah. I so clever. To. It yeah. was clever, and I, and looking back on that, knowing that it was only three episodes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Cool beans. I'll take it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'll take I'm, it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw away the other fucking six banging ass episodes because I didn't like the theme of mm-hmm. the first three episodes. That's I that I won't do. I also really loved. Um, I'm really glad that both Randall Park and Kat Dennings' characters came back, and I hope to see him in more movies. I'm really, he's like uh, Randall Park was only in Ant Man, but it's nice to see him get some more love because he's he's hella yeah. funny. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty funny. And Kat Dennings is much loved. Kat Dennings for sure. I just I, I enjoy her. She's a she's an entertaining. Yeah, her character is pretty <laughs> hilarious. I like her character's disdain of authority. That's my favorite thing about her. Absolutely, that 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 uh, that anarchist streak in her definitely mm-hmm. is is endearing, and also the privilege of actually being able to do that without immediately immediate reprimanding. It's dope shit, or or just a verbal reprimanding. Ah, oh, it's so nice, so nice. <laughs> That's what's up. So yeah, WandaVision. Um, overall, I did enjoy the season. Um, it definitely progressed the storyline to some degree, not as much as I would have expected, but that wasn't their fault. That was absolutely preconceptions and so i would recommend stay away from the ancillary shit until you actually watch through the the series because expectations can ruin it not ruin it but definitely take away that 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 peak of enjoyment that would come from from seeing it uh just without that that preconception in your mind for sure but yeah um i don't know uh i've been what did you guys catch the uh coming to america too i did not i did not oh man I watched it. I watched it, and you you're, you're familiar with my with my grading scale mm-hmm. and how I how I rate movies. So um, I would definitely give it a solid six. Give it a solid six. Okay, mm-hmm. that's not bad. Um, that is that is a watchable movie. Um, it is a comedy. My my issue with it is that um, I definitely had more eye rolls than chuckles. <laughs> There was a lot of chuckles and a lot of eye rolls. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of eye rolls, in my opinion. Um, But not mad at it. Who was the best cameo? Best cameo. I feel like Snipes is up there. He's got to be up there. I mean, no, he has a role. I don't know if that's just a cameo. Oh, okay, he has okay, a role. Okay. 
I mean, um, I saw that cast was pretty no, star started, so they can't all. Yeah, so I was like, they can't all be main characters. Okay, because I was just gonna throw guesses out there. Shaquille, Shaq was big Shaq in there. Feel me? That list is huge. I didn't see Shaq. No, god damn it. This this movie is literally the embody. This is the cinemographic embodiment of Run It Back. And that's not to say that they that they. I do, I don't think that that Eddie Murphy needs to grab a an oh, old no. movie no. to 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 hang on to. He's got so many franchises. Like, not even just Dr. that. Dr. Doolittle said when he does new shit, he did Dolomite Mulan. and fucking smash that shit. Yo, uh, uh, Eddie Murphy's just too talented bro. to to need to grab yeah. old shit. Yeah, so I felt like show. he grabbed this because he he wanted to do it, and it, I think a lot of people wanted this. A lot of people wanted this. Yeah. And he and wants a lot to do like this is probably like this. really it's fun just, for them. It's just this is old, and unfortunately, we have to. One one thing that we all have to come to grips with is that the fundamental, essential underpinnings of 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 coming to America is racist tropes. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that this nigga was an African. Who thought that there was a place in America named Queens because that's where they keep the queens? <laughs> is I mean, fucking this, retarded. To be fair, that is a man's very, logic it's is a very solid. Ignorant, very man's ignorant logic premise solid. for a movie, and, it, and it's based in an idea of uh, of a stereotype of African ignorance that underpins American comedy very deeply. So let's just address that. We'll just get rid and of it. And that's shit. just the poop on it, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's not to say that it, that coming to America 1 wasn't funny. And that's not to say that coming to America 2 wasn't funny. Yeah. I'm just saying that we have to acknowledge that because then, then we can understand why you can't just have a repeat of what you had before. Because mm-hmm. back then, it was un, it was acceptable to call African ignorant. To call Africans ignorant. Today, you, call Af- you, you say Africa's full of shithole countries and people don't like that shit. And so... You know, having a Akon repeat of a of a of a storyline based off of an underlyingly racist trope probably isn't going to hit the same. That being said, they had a good storyline addition to it. They they tried to progress the storyline to some degree, and it had some. I had a lot of uh, empowerment ideas. It had a lot of um, just kind of progressive. You know what I mean? Like, so, so I want to, you know, kind of spoil it a bit. You know, the storyline is is that Zamunda has a a law of male succession, and it's running up against the fact that Akeem has only female children that he knows of. Many a king has been to that very same problem. Is you know what I mean? And so they usually blame the woman though. You know, it starts, and so there's a big long journey and adventure to to square that circle, and and you know, spoilers uh, ahead. You know, they come to the conclusion that wait, he has groomed these daughters so well that why can't they be valid successors? And so they come to that, and they realize that Zamunda can be ruled by a queen. Like, there's nothing wrong with having a queen ruler, and I like that. I I fucked with it heavy, so I like that progression of the storyline. But there was a lot of really super, like, really shit going racist. on in there. Yeah, racist. It's give and take, son. <laughs> we gave, and, we gave you that so that we can slip all these jokes in. And and they were funny. A lot of them were funny. Leslie Jones killed it. Leslie Jones was fucking hilarious. I heard that she was really good. She was movie. really good, my nigga. Yo, at one point, my nigga, she pulls this move. So so Leslie Jones plays the baby mother of Akeem's bastard son. Spoilers, whatever. Um, and so at one point it shows like they went back in time to flashback, like how she she met him and all that stuff. And she hit him with she just she's like seducing him and shit. And so she goes to the other room to light some candles and she turns around and she's got the candle, she's holding it in front of her crotch and she's like wafting it at him. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, my nigga, that is the most G move I have ever seen in my life. Like to spread your essence by heating your vaginal essence with a candle and wafting it at a nigga? 
My nigga, Leslie Jones was out of control. That's some gangster shit right Yo, my there. nigga. Cause, and I don't even have to explain oh, to you what was happening. Hilarious. Everyone knows what she was trying to do when that's I described hilarious. that. Every nigga knows exactly like, oh no, because that, that, that might work. <laughs> that actually might work. Every nigga in here is stopping to think to say, hey, you know what? She took that and idea and put it on the that candle was probably some sweet smelling shit. Oh, I like man, the smell of pussy. Hilarious. I might fuck with that, yo. If a chick hit me with that, what would you do if a chick hit you Jeez. with that, though? I mean, what do you? What would you do? <laughs> what? I mean, I'm not uh, at liberty to say funny. my girl listens to this podcast, but y'all can elaborate. Yeah, <laughs> no, I definitely hit her with the blank face for sure. Bro. Like the idea is hilarious, but it, it, it actual practice, I'd be like, yo, are you a psychopath? <laughs> What's going on? Like, is she really doing this? Like, she's trying to hit me with the pheromones hard like that. I don't know. I feel like I'd have nice. to walk out the room backwards, buddy. So that's a scene. You definitely don't want to take your eyes off her. <laughs> you, you definitely don't want to take your eyes off a chick who's going to do that. As when she pounces, just like a cat. The minute you turn around, <laughs> fucking lunges oh, at man. you. That, that was hilarious. But no. Um, coming to America that's too. Hilarious. It was a ride. It I was hope a fun that was ride. all her idea because you know, that's I, fucking hilarious. Oh, I can. I don't I know. Hope I, that was her improv well, right there. It, that, I hope that was written by a woman. I, I hope a nigga didn't write that. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if that came out of a dude's mind? <laughs> oh man, bro, oh, that's, that's wild. Funny. And if it came out of a dude's mind, I hope it's because he experienced that's a woman hilarious. doing it. Then, like, I just hope it does not originate <laughs> in a dude's head because that idea you. is wild. Yo, I would lose all holding confidence a candle to your her, crotch bro. and wasting the essence out of it. I would lose all confidence. I could, I could meet her as like the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. And she would do that shit. Oh, and you'd be completely, crazy, yeah. bro. bro, you'd be completely <laughs> under the controls of her feminine wiles at that point. You would not be able to, yo. No, man. That is that is feminine witchcraft. That's how right you there. wake up with less kidneys and <laughs> shit, son. In a weird eyes <laughs> white nigga, Did you hear about that story about the chicken your Atlanta? Drinking it from oh. a yo, wine did you hear about that story about that chicken Atlanta who's been robbing niggas? No, bro. How'd she she do don't it? even got a gang of goons, bro. She just straight got the cat. Straight robbing niggas. That's anyway, really that's dangerous. Another story altogether. That's wild, dangerous, Bruh. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, I I did appreciate coming to America for what it was, and so um, I would definitely give it a, a recommendation. See, that's that's the weird thing is like there's movies that I will rate like a seven or an eight and not recommend it, and there's definitely <laughs> movies that I will rate a six and be like, watch that shit, yeah. you'll enjoy it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because that's what those are there for. Yeah, that makes sense. So. Yeah, miss. But you guys been watching anything else lately? We've been talking about all the shit I've been on. Uh, I've been catching up on Good Omens. I've been meaning to catch that, and and, and I've been tripping on that. But every time I see it, I, I'm intrigued and I don't watch it. How is that? I'm actually enjoying it. it, it it's pretty funny. It's um, it's written by Neil Neil Gaiman. I don't want to say I, I'm like ninety percent sure it's Neil Gaiman, but I want to get it wrong. But anyway, it's written by a very popular comic book writer okay. who's from mm-hmm. Europe. Hmm. Fairly certain it's Neil Gaiman, but anyway, <laughs> it's about um, it's like an alternate telling of the coming of the Antichrist from a comedic perspective. <laughs> I mean, is there any other perspective? <laughs> if you survive the coming of the Antichrist, it's you. There's only a comedic perspective because you just watch <laughs> some wild shit happen. But it, it, that shit's pretty dope because um, it, it, it's uh David Tennant and Michael Sheen, and they play uh uh. Uh, Crowley and Aziraphale, respectively. And they meet in the garden right after the the events of the Garden of Eden. And they sort of become, like, unlikely associates. And eventually, like, they're kind of, like, friends. But basically, a long time ago, they came up with this idea. It's like, yo, why don't we just, like, pretend that we're doing shit for each other and just sending good reports to heaven and hell, respectively, and just not have to worry about doing this shit no more, right? <laughs> so I mean, they were like, all right, for sure. When you're administrative, <laughs> when you don't have any administrative authority over you, I just really like do how you want. they really describe it as like a bureaucracy where they were like, yo, we got to fill out these fucking reports and shit. And, and I'm like, I'm not really with the paperwork. So <laughs> they just kind of split it between them. It was like, yo, th- for this time, you'll do, you'll go out and do the tempting and I- I'll do the, um, the, what's the opposite of tempting? Saving, whatever. One yeah, time salvation, to, penance, yeah. whatever. So um, eventually, uh, 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 the Antichrist is due, and Crowley gets really attached to Earth, 
And he decides to swap out the baby. And when they swap out the Antichrist, some more shit happens because the nuns are crazy zealots. And so they lose track of the Antichrist. And so when the, the time for the apocalypse begins, everyone's following the right steps for the apocalypse, but they're going after the completely wrong kid. So it's like, um, that, that's sort of like, the, it's just the the comedic mishaps of all that. But I'm with it so far. I'm only on episode two or four, like five. But they're pretty long, man. I, I, you know what it is? They put the intro in, um, not it's not in a specific spot. Right, what? <laughs> and that shit it, it throws me off because sometimes an interesting design. Sometimes concept. the opening, I think the first, ep- no, yeah. Sometimes it'll be in like there's an opening scene, two to five minutes, and then how many credits. seasons? Uh, so one season so far. I think it's a complete story. Oh, okay. I, I'm gonna fuck with that then. Yeah, I, I think I like it's five stories. episodes, and I think it's a, <laughs> a, a, a yeah. mini series essentially. So yeah, yeah I, I, I want to say the apocalypse happens at some point, but anyway. I haven't gotten there yet, but it's pretty funny, and I like the way it's going. John Hamm is in it playing Gabriel, and he's absolutely his take on Gabriel is pretty fucking hilarious. Like, yo, John Hamm's take on everything is yeah. like, yo, dude, who he's, raised you, he's bro? Pre- <laughs> <laughs> it makes me wonder. Like, I think it's a psychopath. You he's do know a that. Pretty right? non-conventional actor for stuff for a lot of his roles for show. Sure. Dude, it's so funny because Mad Men like has you thinking like, oh man. This guy is really like like no that nigga is crazy. <laughs> maybe not now that I think maybe that's why maybe the the Mad Men character got to him so much that he's like you know what I'll do anything other than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bro. Let me swing for the fences. Give me the wildest character you got. Dude, when I saw that nigga in Baby Driver, I was like, oh, this nigga lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was pretty wild in that movie. This nigga lost it. Everybody yeah. was wild in that movie. I know that movie was that funny. Oh my was goodness, from... Jamie Foxx's character. character and real, yeah. I was wondering about that nigga's. It, I'm glad he did so because I was wondering aggro. about him after that. I was like, nigga, what? Bats? What is wrong with you, nigga? What is going on right now? You didn't read that and say, you know what? I got to bring something else to this character because what y'all have written here just is not enough for this character to be. Like, Baby Driver was literally like when the car is the most interesting part of the movie <laughs> and it's not Herbie, you need to really like, no. yeah, develop your characters. That's mm-hmm. funny. That anyway, reminds me a little Baby bit Driver's of. Baby Driver is a good movie, though. That's another one I would definitely recommend seeing. Interesting. That reminds me of, uh, remember a couple of weeks back you were talking about uh, Little Things, right? Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. know if you're familiar, but Jared Leto is sort of a famous weirdo in Hollywood, right? Oh, I believe it. Yeah, he's like very famous for doing like, he's a method actor doing lots of weird, weird things. Specifically on... Wait, wait, wait. Um, a method actor trying to do method acting with Joker must be like the fucking most bizarre lifestyle Glad you ever. said that, right? Because he specifically gave a lot of the cast members weird gifts, and I believe he gave a dead rat to Margot Robbie, right? So, when this nigga was working, I remember... They, they, I, I saw mean, because if you were the Joker and Harlequin, she would love that. <laughs> I mean, I that was a great gift if you're in character. <laughs> I mean, not he for He was nothing. telling people to refer to him as Mr. J on set and shit like that. Mr. J. <laughs> but... Um, they were doing some press for little things, and this interviewer asked um Denzel Washington. She was like, "Oh, you know, Jared Leto's known for being a little eccentric in Hollywood. Did he do anything strange? Yeah, I can see him. Like, I don't want to talk nah, about this. Did he do anything strange on set? He was like, "Oh, nah, he didn't do none of that. Nah, if he did that, somebody would have paid him a visit. I was like, "Yo, yo, Denzel, I was bro, like, chill, bro." Chill, don't be bro. no awoofy frightened. I was like, he don't only does no that shit with people he can get away with, bro. Get the <laughs> nice. fuck out of here with that shit. That's funny. Yeah, that, that's I was like, crazy. oh no, there was none of that. He was very well behaved. It's funny <laughs> because know, it's funny visit. because people know who to play with. They know who to play with. You know what I mean? Like even even the niggas in the crew who, who are wild as fuck, they know who to play with. <laughs> they, they know that there's people that nah, Ain't nobody gonna disrespect Denzel or Denzel's production. You mm-hmm. crazy? Yeah, that's true. Yo, I, yo, can you imagine getting disappeared by Denzel? That'd be some That'd bullshit. Be, nah. I'd be mad as fuck. I mean, like, I deserve this, but damn. I feel like everybody would be mad at you if you got yourself kicked off of a Denzel uh, production. What happened to you? Yeah, I, I pissed off Denzel. What? I gave him a dead rat. I don't know. What'd you do? I really sent him a picture it. of my penis as a gift. <laughs> not not That's a not good a one. Gift, nigga. It's not a good one. It's not, not a strong choice. We definitely got to normalize, like, Pictures of your penis are not a gift. <laughs> like it's like don't ever say that's a gift. That's that's you. That's all you. What if, what if you said that it, it animated for me? You remove the T. You'd be like, hey girl, I got you a gift. Even if you put it in a box, <laughs> it's my it's gift, not a gift in a box. It's not. That would be pretty funny if you did that. It'd be pretty clever. 
<laughs> she might appreciate that. I don't know what you're thinking about. I mean, well, the whole GIF one. Oh, <laughs> that's for a very that's for a very specific Dick girl, though. You feel me? Yeah. That's was a, that not a Family Guy reference from back in the day? No, that's no, a Justin SNL. Timberlake reference from SNL. Yeah. Just so, my dick in a box. Oh, there you go. That's right. That <laughs> is. There yeah. it is. Yeah. Man. You know that shit won a Grammy? Oh, wow. Yeah, it's proving. Yeah. <laughs> back, going back <laughs> to the Golden Globes conversation. <laughs> yeah. Shit, yeah, that's crazy. Fucking Timberlake. Wait. No, wait. Or was it? I don't remember. There was like one person that was responsible for a couple of the Grammys that SNL got. Oh, Adam Sandberg? Probably Sandberg. Yeah. yeah. He's probably I mean, Yeah, he, he was does, a part of that song. He so, does yeah. write yeah. really well, but I don't I don't want to say that the I don't know. The, <laughs> I I shouldn't have a say in any of this. My musical taste is trash. <laughs> Listen, you got to acknowledge that. You know uh, what I mean? Nah, I, hey, I say respect. I like a lot of things, but that doesn't respect. mean that it's objectively good. No. That, I understand. I feel that. <laughs> but yeah, man. Moving on from that, let's hit up some of the news. Um, in, in gaming news, what's up with your boy Soldier? Getting into the console game again. Oh, shit, back into the console game. He's experienced. Oh, yo, my, yo, I think my man is. What, this tell. is what third or fourth foray into consoles. Oh, yeah, this time for show. No. Like this time for show. He's got it. It's so funny because Locking you should hear down. the disdain that the video game talk, the video game community talks about him. <laughs> I'm like, yo, y'all niggas, why he's are y'all taking him gamer, so seriously? What is I wrong believe. with y'all? Yeah. What is wrong with y'all? Thing is, yes, yes, he's a clown. Don't you understand? Like, that is his persona. Like, what mm. are you getting mad at? Like, yeah. just take it alone. Yes, he's selling emulation boxes. They're too boxes. Who gives a shit? It. Yeah. Who gives a shit? <laughs> and he's not gonna give up on that. Guess what? He's gonna he's gonna keep getting sued. He's gonna keep getting fucking fucking uh, uh, cease and desist orders. He's and he's gonna continue up. to be a clown. Like, why are all niggas actually spending energy on this? I think it's hilarious because nice. that's yeah. your homeboy. That's you know what great. I mean? He yeah. met you the other day, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Lucky him. That he shit came up, son. He's coming up. Okay, but I think that that's that's uh, I think that that's very. Uh, apropos for the video game industry right now, they deserve Soldier Boy. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. fucked up. What? <laughs> That's fucked up. God damn. What? I'm just being honest for real. But yeah, um, you know, I did jump into a new game. I jumped into Nino Kuni too. That's looking to be a fun, fun one. But I'm gonna wait till another day to give a deeper, deeper dive into that because I'm just breaking all of the uh, the nice. game systems, nice. breaking into all of them. So. But yeah, it's it's it definitely launched really well. I I enjoyed it. The introduction to to most of the the mechanics that they they've introduced in this game are fun. It's a it's an action RPG, so it's very much more like involved, and it reminds me oh. of all the things that I thought about were hard in um in uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. Just like you got attacks, you got spells, you got you know what I mean. You got to dodge, you got to parry, you got to. <laughs> It does take a Block. while to it's internalize like so all that things. shit, but when you do, it's it's kind of comfy. Oh yeah, man, it, comfy. when it comes when it comes together and you operate yeah. well in an action RPG action RPG system, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's a great feeling. Like good, good controls is like number one for those types of games, man. Oh, hundred. I don't I don't fuck with games with awkward controls. Like I'm, you know what's really funny when I played God of War, they um they had you attacking with. The fucking uh, triggers like R1 and L1. I'm like, I remember that. I was like, Yo, I what are you like high that. right now? So I immediately paused <laughs> the game, went into controls, and like the third control was like the attacks were on the face, and I was like, oh, thank God, because yeah. I, 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 no, bro, I'm not about to do feverish combos with <laughs> R1 and L1. I guess because um, I don't even like. I came up shit. late, and like it's it's more normal for um, like uh, there's got to uh, be a grip a, a, a thing that they that they call when um. When you're playing a video game and you're going through intense situations and you your grip just naturally gets tighter <laughs> on the controller, I don't like when they ask me to press too many Yo, buttons at one with time. With God of War, I'd find myself hitting the fucking pause button or the uh, the option I don't remember button? what they call option button. The option button on the PlayStation in the middle of the um in the middle of the boss fights so it gets the Valkyries when I'm trying to dodge they shit I'd be accidentally like, <laughs> yeah, fucking pause the game much, shit bro. Like, that I'm sounds just, like some and, and, and it's so reminding me why I'm such a bad at live action gamer 
It, yeah. I'm just really bad at it. And, and at, you know. That's why I don't play I games beyond it. the normal difficulty, bro. Fuck all that. Oh, I definitely. And, and, Fuck and look all at me. That. I put this game on a hard difficulty because I'm like, I've been smashing all of the JRPGs I've been playing. Shit. And this is not what I've been playing. This is not a turn based RPG. Definitely should have stuck it to the I especially normal. never play hard on the first time around because a lot of it, it sucks figuring but they even out tell mechanics. You in the option menu that you get better drops. I was like, nah, oh, that's kind of cool. You can't offer me better drops. That is kind of cool. In I'm hard like, mode I mean, and just give it to me off rip. Yeah, I might, I might be willing for that trade. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. that's, that's, I might be willing for that because so willing to take that. Each difficulty level increases the quality of the drops you get, and so I was like, damn, you gonna offer me this off rip, nigga? I think we'll have to take that. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. I don't want to. I'm not no normie, nigga. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's just made for babies. That's funny. The challenge. Yeah, no, nah, I'm always willing to accept a, a good challenge in a video game um, these days. That, and that's the thing. That's why whenever I I get to a frustrating part, I'm like, come on, man. I'm really open to the challenge. But something feels off here. Like, this is more than challenging. Like, mm-hmm. it just feels like you haven't provided me the tools I need to do yeah. this. Or you're expecting the skill level to be a lot higher than one would represent at this level of gameplay or whatever. But that's my opinion. But, yeah, Nino Kuni has been fun. I'm going to go deeper into that at a, on, on a later time. Moving on from that, uh, <laughs> dude, I've been seeing that another rapper from ATL just died when he was in Texas. Like, is there a beef going on with with in the Midwest and the South? Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, a lot of these, like, this is the second person in the last two weeks that I've heard well, was that shot. that wouldn't be the Midwest. Small-time rappers, not ones that I'm personally familiar with. You said um, Texas, though. That wouldn't be the Midwest. Texas would be the Midwest, no? More or less. I thought, like... I think of the difference of the definition there to me is that Midwest is upper parts, though, and that mm-hmm. Texas being in the southern part, it's considered actually more of, the, more of so of the south. Oh, the south. Okay, I can Texas see is oh, considered the south. Oh, it's definitely not considered the south. It's definitely yeah, not considered so. the south in the same way that, that Georgia and, and, and uh, Florida are. No, for sure not. No, no. But, I mean, yeah, compared to, like, Midwestern... But, so, the southwest is southern California, Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah. The midwest is Colorado... Texas, Idaho, Does Nebraska, yeah. and, and um, Oklahoma. And then the South is uh, Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Missouri, Mississippi, Mississippi yeah, yeah. you know, Tennessee. Yeah, Arkansas. South Carolina, Arkansas, North Carolina. Yeah. that That's just Fair my enough. regional understanding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think Texas falls in the Midwest or is at worst Southwest. Okay. But I, and that's the only the, the, the Western tip. Yeah. Because, like, you go to Amarillo, that's Midwestern. Mm-hmm. It's definitely Midwestern um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, culture right there. But okay. um, nonetheless, yeah. regionally, not to sh- and, 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 and St. Louis is also part of that Midwest, um, mm-hmm. uh, Kansas. Yeah, that's uh, more Missouri. the areas I think of where the name starts to begin, is those yeah. areas. So, and um, upward. But nonetheless, there's a regional thing going on here yeah, because there's something going on with... It. With all of these uh, down south and mostly Atlanta rappers mm-hmm. going to to Texas and being under fire, hmm. like I, I don't know if it's just something that. that it's like some real street shit, so you don't see it in the in the mainstream mm-hmm. media or yeah. even like the you know black Twitter or Instagram or anything like that. Like yeah. I'm, but it's it's racking up a body count. Hmm. Yeah, you know no, what I, I mean? And so I don't know. Do, do you guys it. hear anything about this? Nothing, nope, not from my end, nothing. So, no, I didn't know that was a thing. And that's why, you know, we got into it specifically regional and our definitions mm-hmm. of them because I want to make sure we're talking about the same areas. But at least, yeah, between Atlanta and Texas, no, I hadn't heard that there was any kind of, yeah, like some, I guess, consistent. I'm just, I'm just putting dots together because yeah. there's a lot of, you know what I mean, the Midwest rappers. And, and speaking of Chicago, mm-hmm. you got Vaughn died yeah. in Atlanta yeah. not too long ago. Yeah. Um, you got a lot of, I mean, Chicago has their own internal issues, but mm-hmm. when rappers are dying outside their city, that, that, that screams like, okay, there's something going on when rappers yeah. die inside their city. Not that it's right, but I understand what happens yeah. when you are embroiled in a street life in a city and mm-hmm. you've made money, mm-hmm. you've become a target. And so I understand that, that line of, 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 of events when they start dying outside their city, you start to want to say, wait, 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 that sounds preventable as fuck. Like, why are you in another city? Why have you not established like the 
how you're going to move in that yeah, city exactly. to prevent yeah. anything like this from happening. Yeah. Why, if you have done that, why are you still falling into situations in which you're, you're in danger? You know, shit like that. Yeah. You know and what I mean? To get more you take precautions don't mean you're going to be safe. And I more details on what happened to these rappers then or like who were they or, you know, yeah, like when, how far apart were the incidents and how they're, many They're all within a, like a few weeks of each other. And has it all been like rappers? It's been like small time rappers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like underground rappers. I I personally don't don't consume enough uh, rap to probably be able to determine whether someone's an underground rapper or not. But yeah, yeah. I will say... These aren't people who I'm familiar with. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you think about it, there's enough, it's a flooded enough market at this point, unless you're, you know, it's like the whole celebrity thing, the ABC role, it just drops down. So unless you're up there, you are considered just another rapper, right? Yeah. Until but I was you've just, actually I, I become was, a name. I refrain on speaking yep. on these, these incidents as they happen because I don't, not that there's more important things to, to, to talk about. But I don't know if there is a discussion to be had to further those issues outside of how do we change the circumstances in which these people live so that they can have other options outside of living that street life. You know what I mean? Like yeah. talking about these murders, but it doesn't seem to be uh, it's not efficacious in terms of actually progressing an argument. But if there's a pattern going on, there is a discussion to be had to say, hey, whoa. Can we head this off? Is there someone who could say something about this? Is there, you know, what could we do, you know, individually to, like, not promote maybe a beef that we're from unfamiliar with? You know yeah, what I mean? Because right. I mean, we don't really know if it's a beef at this point. I mean, all, all the, that's really in common is that they're, they're right. I don't know. I'm killed. postulating. <clears throat> but that's you fair know, enough to bring it up for that reason. But, you know, I need a lot more information about that before before you can really put them into as a pair. There would need to be a lot more information. Well, no, I'm, and I'm not saying that because it, it's not just those two, these two most recent ones. It's been a long string of them because there's been about a dozen uh, rappers that have died this year alone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but we, that's, what are we um, in uh, March? But yeah. how? Or I'm thinking how, actually going back. How to like different November, is that from last yeah. year? Um, I don't know. But is there a correlation? I'm just trying to bring it into the psyche because it, if there is a correlation, then we definitely got to address that because, yeah. unfortunately, it has not been unheard of in the uh, underground rap scene for these kind of beefs to be, these lethal beefs to be mm -hmm. very prevalent among practitioners of the craft. Yeah. And so if it's a, if it's a rap thing, Let's, let's see what we can do to address it because we can't do anything about it if it's a street thing because streets are going to do what the streets do. <laughs> but if it's something that's being instigated by rap, at least let's try to, you know, be mindful about it because it, unfortunately, it, it's that is it, it's become a very unhealthy profession. Yeah. In the in, you know what I mean from from the culture to the to, to the mortality rate, it's become very unhealthy, and. You know, if we want to consume it, we might, you know, as consumers of hip hop, have to be a little bit mindful. And not that we should have to, but we do have to. It's the reality of the situation, unfortunately, in my opinion. Yeah, it's good to put out there. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't sure. I was hoping that somebody might have had some, some other information on that. But that shit, it definitely popped up on the radar. But moving on from that, yo, did you see... Uh, Recently, they tried to pass some legislation that would um, outlaw the insulting of cops. <laughs> I heard yeah, I heard about that. In Kentucky. I was like, yo, you guys don't... Why do you need that in writing, guys? You can make <laughs> shit up and arrest people anyway. Uh, insulting a cop. Like, it's such a nebulous accusation. Yeah. And, and and moreover, is a complete violation of your right. Like, nowhere yeah. in the Constitution does it say that you have the right not to speak your opinion to people in sure. public. Sure. This is clearly enshrined, not only in the Constitution, but further ratified in the First Amendment. This shit is wild that they are, like, I really hope this doesn't pass. Because if that passes in an individual state, you know that it's going to pass in other states. And God forbid that become a federal uh, a statute nah man that's that's some authoritarian shit right there 
You can't yeah. even insult police. Police are civilians. They're not mm-hmm. even technically the arm of the state. Yeah. As deeply as they are in the state's pocket, the police are technically just normal <laughs> people. Yeah. They aren't federal employees. And so the idea that the federal government would enshrine that particular profession in such a high way is it's widely problematic and very indicative of a move towards an authoritarian state. Yeah, it's not looking good. Yeah, but, that's a bad move. I mean, nah. I they're always going to try shit like that, you know? It's it's just up to people who know better to make sure it doesn't succeed. It's not the first ridiculous bill to be put up for um True. <clears throat> True, but and 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 what worries me is that it's a state bill. It's it's a, it's a state bill and so it's going to set a bad precedent. <laughs> you know, um only if it passes. Only if it passes. And and so I, I will I will definitely I listen I ain't never going to shoot down someone's optimism I hope that that shit gets knocked down because and and it's just so egregious because this is very much like okay if you just want to say that the First Amendment doesn't apply we're not going to honor free speech in the Constitution anymore just say that but I hate that they go through these this whole legal rigmarole to enshrine it in precedent and legislation and it's just like man. When you do it that way, it's kind of esoteric to people, so they don't realize what's happening to them. They yeah. don't realize the the level of of um, control that they have over any kind of dissent. And as somebody who who sits here and dissents for two hours with you guys a week, <laughs> I I love my right to dissent. I need my right to dissent. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like. You don't want to force dissent into the dark corners because that's that's when it becomes dangerous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the fact that we can openly talk about this is healthy. Yeah. That's how you create, you know, terrorist cells in your population when you force people to hide their thoughts. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm grateful for the fact that we have a platform that is open and we're allowed to talk about that. And and where does it end? You know what I mean? Like, you can't insult a police officer in the street, but what if I record myself insulting or 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 saying that I think that LAPD is a bunch of fucking gang members on the air? Yeah. Does their jurisdiction now extend to say, hey, we heard you say that. That's an <laughs> insult. And now we're, we're going to shut you down. You can't broadcast anymore. Or worse, are they going to arrest you? Yeah. Because this is an arrestable offense? Yeah, interesting. Am I am I dry snitching on myself by reporting <laughs> myself being critical of the police if this kind of stuff passes? So that's why I, I, I'm vehemently against it. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. yeah, definitely, I'm hopeful that this does not pass Kentucky because that would be an ugly precedent. Because, you know, police have so much control in 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 so many states that I have a strong feeling that if this passes in Kentucky, other states will follow and 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 and, so, and they will be funded and powered by police unions to do so. <laughs> And that's that, that's my big fear. So yeah, I thought that was some bullshit. Um, man, did you see Mitch McConnell's wife got? She's getting hit. Elaine Chow. She was uh she was doing under uh behind the the scenes work with uh, a transportation company in China. <laughs> no, nah, you, I told you she sounded Chow excited about that. it, <laughs> bro. And, 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 and we all name. know that we all know that if every corporation in China is is a subsidiary of the C, uh, subsidiary of the CCP, so she was genuinely a Chinese spy. Hmm. See, that wasn't just slander; she was a Chinese spy the whole time. So, how has she been getting caught up? What happened to her? Well, they've been investigating. What do you mean? They they've had been investigating a previous administration that pretty much stopped doing that entire thing of you know paying attention to the State Department and international relations. They essentially just stopped doing it. Yeah, they just didn't do it in the and Trump administration. So, you know, what happens when, when you know, when criminals stop feeling like they're being watched, they tend to... Yeah, no, no, I was saying, like, so out. she's getting indicted right now with the charges? Well, the investigation found that there was malfeasance on her, on her part in mm-hmm. her relationships with these businesses. Where yeah. they go from that, I don't know, because... Yeah. That is a federal crime, and it would probably go across the Senate, which Mitch McConnell is firmly in control yeah. of. So <laughs> I don't know if she's that's heavily protected. Yeah, yeah. She, she she got big dogs. She got big dogs in her corner. Even yeah. if Mitch McConnell doesn't protect her, you probably still couldn't, still couldn't actually. I mean, Satan's still on her side. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, 
Nah, but uh, yeah, I, I thought that that was funny that her name came across the news feed for getting in trouble for for insider oh, uh, dealings and with there's Chinese gonna companies. be a lot, man, because these people they were just wild. Oh, I mean, the the thing, and the thing is, is that they and and then the funny part is, is that there I don't think that there's actually active investigations going on. I think what's happening is, is that. The Biden administration is trying to do business as normal. And, 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 just soon, thinking, and every time happened? they attempt to pick up their business, they're realizing that the person before them had been bilking their position. I was like, wait. And so now they have to, and now to just so that they don't just get so caught they up can in go it, forward, yeah. they, they have to let the FBI they have know. To, um, they have to yeah. let the authorities know. And now there has to be an investigation. Like they are, they're implicated. Mm-hmm. If you work on top of what those people have mm-hmm. just done, then you are now going to be implicated in their work. So I have a strong feeling that the Joe Biden administration would love nothing more than to never think about the Trump administration again. But for them to even do business as normal, they have to clean up the mess that the last administration left. And yeah. Yo, you know what blew my mind? It's uh, the other day it, it was brought to my attention that it's very normal in America's life cycle for a Democratic president to inherit a fucked up economy from a Republican president. <laughs> oh, it's a cycle. It's literally the cycle going. that's been happening. Yeah, well. that, that was mind-blowing to me. I was like, mm-hmm. this is normal for y'all niggas? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then the Republican president that will follow the Democratic president will take a, take uh, advantage of everything. Will oh. take uh, responsibility for all of the shit that the Democratic president do, will, do, has done. Yeah. Use it as pretext this. to fuck up the economy <laughs> yeah. and then get voted out by the next Democratic president who will then have terms. to fix everything <laughs> who will then that responsibility will be taken by the next republican president Yo, because the, democratic, no the democrats are so bad me, at so. fucking elections that they can't maintain power they'll fix everything and then lose power like how trash do you have to be at elections to get elected in fix the things that you were asked to fix and then get elected out again <laughs> that just shows how bad you are at this shit i'm telling you said balancing all things but yeah we'll go ahead and wrap with like how seriously broken this system is because coming into the administration, we were talking about like, oh, you know, it's going to be a 50-50 Senate. They won Georgia. Good job, Democrats. All of that good shit. We got Kamala on the on the 50-50. But what's the monkey wrench? Joe Manchin, right? My nigga, they tried to pass a $15 minimum wage, nigga. Hmm. Eight Democrats voted against that shit. Or 10. They can't even or get no, to eight, It yeah, was eight so, Democrats. Yeah, yeah, they couldn't yeah. even get to a motherfucking 50 50 yeah yeah and it's not even and 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 uh it's funny so in magic the gathering if you construct your deck right when you when you're victorious you might have multiple conditions for victory in your hand it's called i still had all these (laughs) so you play your card to win and then you show your opponent i could have also killed you in all of these other ways as well nice i feel like the republicans are playing a game of i still had all these because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like yo my nigga you. we only needed one which you already knew we had joe mansion yeah but just to let you know we had seven other niggas who's willing to shit on your plan nigga I'm what you, they just keep walking into the fireballs we had bro seven other niggas <laughs> on decky like who gives a shit about your poor ass yeah that's wild right? yeah it is isn't it though like it's wild like, and, and i saw it outlined how of course all of those democrats are millionaires and then on time like yo and the funny part is is that they've been covering some shit up because they've been doing nothing but reporting on Kristen cinema and how cheeky she was about how she gave her thumbs down for the vote and how she's Mm. such a hypocrite because in 2014 she tweeted about how clearly bad our minimum wages and how Mm. it's so important and pivotal that we raise it and she goes to vote against it you know seven years later and so can't make this shit up Dude, it's and she's a Democrat. Yeah, she's man. A, Democrat a lot can have happened in seven years. Okay, you can yeah. get rich in seven years <laughs> and stop caring about poor people <laughs> in seven years. That's okay, plenty okay. of time. But she was a politician. I absolutely understand that, but we well, let's just understand. And 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 I understand your sarcasm, but to if you think that in 2014 a seven dollar minimum wage is too low, damn, vehemently too low. And then in 2021, you look at that same $7 minimum wage that hasn't moved in seven years. Is that what it is? And then all of a sudden, yes. And then Jeez. all of a sudden think, you know what? For certain places, yeah. Fuck y'all, yeah. niggas. You don't deserve that's more than wild. $7.25. Yeah. That's wild. Like, that's, that's very crazy. hypocritical. I understand how in seven years you can become an really oligarch and no longer give a fuck about the people who you <laughs> were talking about before. But at the same token, we got to, that is some amazing hypocrisy. But boy, because yeah. it's like, even if you evolve on the position, that's what politics how do you right? go from thinking that it's bad then seeing it now and and thinking it's 
acceptable now. You know what I mean? That's like exactly what politicians do, though, right? So absolutely, so, and and because uh, they don't work for the people. So <laughs> they, don't. Oh, they don't. They don't. It work seems for like the it's no, a whole they, because the thing there is, are yeah, it's like a whole cop problem then because we could go back to that. And you're talking about having no, 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 no. Cop problem is different because you elect your politicians. Your yeah. cops are forced on you, and so okay. when they commit malfeasance, but you still elect them you based no off. Well, you still elect, elect them, them based off of you have who's no chance to even available. Get them prosecuted. You elect them based off who's available, though, right? And so in that case, it still doesn't mean that everyone's just available or that the best. No, no, people... no. But that, but you do still have an understanding of who that person is, and you have yeah. a say in it, kind and they of? are beholden to you, like you as a constituent. Can 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 hold your uh, congressperson accountable for something? For something, you cannot hold your police accountable for anything. <laughs> yes, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Granted, you will probably fail at attempting to hold your congressperson accountable. Yeah. I'm definitely acknowledging that. Okay. But at least there exists an interface <laughs> for you to try to do so. Yeah, there is no interface currently for you to interface with police. Okay. All right, we're gonna check to see if we overstepped our power. I know we gonna check. Nope, looks like we're good. Nope. You no, were actually, up. I think that we understepped our power. Yeah, yeah. You I'm were pretty fucking sure up. that should have went harder. I'm pretty sure I could have kept my knee on his neck for another two minutes yep. before I overstepped any. What do you say, Johnson? Do you think we went too far? Nah, Chief. I think we did a great job. <laughs> I think we did a great job. <laughs> yeah, it's the wildest gang in America. And so, yeah, you know, this we're, we're really fucked. Like, stop playing with me. Don't tell me nothing about no Democrats. Don't tell me nothing about no Republicans. Don't tell me about yeah. how we're working to a better system. Yeah. The system is working the way the majority of people want it to. Mm-hmm. Let's stop just playing that game. It's 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 a feat. We're looking at features of a system we don't like, mm-hmm. not bugs in a system we do. Yeah. It's pretty wild. It's super important that we acknowledge that at this point because this is why people do not fuck with electoral politics. <laughs> I'm dead ass yeah, no, it's because we have really... a lot of really good meaning people fighting vehemently to include people in a system that will not work. Yeah. It will not work. Yeah. It and will I, not. It's I'm not meant to... to work for the people who you are encouraging to participate in exactly. it. Exactly. And encouraging people to participate in a system that is not meant for them is fundamentally immoral. And I'm looking at, and, and honestly, I'm yelling at people like Dr. West right now because they know that they have a moral obligation not to lead people down a, a road to damnation. And telling people to participate in electoral politics in America as a minority is leading them down a road to damnation because all they are doing is participating in a system of white supremacy one that perpetuates their oppressors, and it's it, it, it's not it's neither fair nor is it moral to advocate that people participate in that system. I hear you. It's a problem, you know what I mean. And and I love Doctor West, and I think he is a very moral man, and that's why I, I I hope that at some point he sees the folly in his way of attempting to to continue. And you know, I've heard Doctor West talk about you know you turn the other cheek to a point. No yeah. one ever said you have to have infinite cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't even got one, my cheek. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't even got and, one. And that's, that's what Dr. West, that's, is, that's what his major point is. He's like, you got to have one cheek, but you don't have to have infinite cheeks. And and I believe that. And I hope that he stops turning cheeks for these people you know because what? they disrespect him at every turn. I actually think that's fair. I do have one cheek. That is it. If yeah. you strike me once, that's that's too much. Yeah. So it's not zero. It is one. Yeah. You, you got to have at least one. But yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll wrap on that. Thank you for joining us, guys. We had a great time. Thank you for joining us, Tyler. We always appreciate your presence on the show. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back again. The silent one. Back on the, the roll. <laughs> yes, sir. You got to that's, that's, you gotta make that social media right. The silent one. <laughs> silent one, uh, three, two, three right there. Yeah, we'll work on it. But yeah, man, you can follow us on the uh, social medias. Find us on Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast and on Twitter at Korea underscore T. And at home, Heron. You can catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G sound. And I'm on Instagram at Tyler with no E Perez. And always remember, guys, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever truly will learn from. Have a great one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Take it easy. All right. Peace out, guys. <laughs>